0: There's a trick to the graceful exit. It begins with the vision to recognize when a job, a life stage or a relationship is over and then let it go. It means leaving what's over without denying its validity or its past importance to our lives. It involves a sense of future, a belief that every exit line is an entry and that we are moving up rather than out. Ellen Goodman what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk today I wanted to talk about how to end 2019 really strong I wanted to talk about how to kind of tie up 2019, which is a hard thing to do in such a, you know, short linear space and time here because 2019 was such, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like 2019 was very, might I say, I don't know why the word multi-dimensional is coming up, but I just want to say it was thick. Like there was a lot to 2019. And so to try and tie it up and like, you know, just like ship it off with a pretty little bow. I definitely think that that's like, Every At the end of every year, it's fun to kind of reminisce on your year, prep for the, the new year and like get yourself ready and you know, any like open ended things that you just kind of like, I don't know. I, I love a good new beginning and I'm not really good with goodbyes or endings, but I feel like when it's going into a new year, it's always really fun to kind of reflect on everything that the year has brought you. And also to know that we still have a month to kind of go out with a bang. So I figured that we could kind of theme this week or at least that's kind of what I'm doing. I feel feel like I'm theming the first week of December as just like how to end 2019 strong and that's why I wanted to talk about this today. And might I begin with saying that time is kind of an illusion in the sense that i'm not gonna get too hippy-dippy on you but i just feel like time is an illusion in the sense that we created time like us humans decided that come january 1st like what even was january 1st before january 1st existed it was nothing it was just another day um but we decided to create calendar right and like when we created the calendar we decided that for a, a majority of us january 1st would mark the new year so in a lot of ways yes i do believe that it is kind of just a mental framework that we've all agreed to and i think that you know you can start fresh and you can do your best any time of the year but i definitely think that When we're given mental frameworks, why not kind of like work with them, right? Because naturally, I don't know about you guys, but I've grown up my whole life living the same calendar year, so it kind of became easier each year to look at the new year as a fresh start. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So going into 2020 and ending 2019, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm trying to take stock of what 2019 taught me. I'm trying to just appreciate all the amazing memories and the amazing moments, and then I'm also trying to like plant some 2020 seeds and really think about what I want to move into the new year with and what I want to work on and all the things that I'm excited about I guess that's that's the biggest thing is that it's just like it's being happy about what's what's happened and moving into being excited about what's coming so I guess that'll start my first tip or tip no i guess we're not really giving tips but uh although this is how to end 2019 strong sure let's call them tips my first tip is to take stock of what 2019 brought you and i think that that's always the first place to start because it's hard to kind of fully appreciate something until you actually look at it And Ask like what it brought to you like what did this thing bring into your life? So when you look at 2019 like when you think back as to where you were at the beginning of January of this year and Think about everything that's happened from then until now like take stock of Even like not even physically just mentally take stock of all of the memories all of the lessons All of like the cool things all the growth you probably did this year the human discovery Just like you probably feel more yourself now than you did at the beginning of the year hopefully and if that's the case then that means that that, you know there's probably some cool things for you to take stock of when I think back to the beginning of January I, I remember going into 2019 and just feeling so unprepared like I remember Larissa and I were like how is it the new year like we we're not ready like it almost felt like I was being shoved into 2019 and so to think about that version of me and to kind of tie a tie a knot to or tie the strings to who I am now and who I was then like I I had long brown hair. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did. I dyed my hair going into 2019. So I had long brown hair. I was all kinds of confused. I was all try. I was trying to like, I was trying to figure out some me things, I think at the beginning of the year. And so when I think back on 2019 and when I take stock of everything that happened, I feel like the biggest, I guess, thing that I'm taking stock of is that 2019, I want to say like it brought me home within myself. And I know that that sounds a little corny, but I say that because I wasn't necessarily lost going into 2019. I think I just had a lot of questions and I'm ending 2019 with a lot of the answers that I was so like I was so confused about at the beginning of the year and I was so just like looking everywhere for the answers and I feel like now thinking back I'm like, oh, the answers weren't like thrown at me. They just slowly downloaded into me all year. And so I guess that's what I'm taking most stock of is all all of the downloaded lessons from 2019. So the second thing that I had on my list of reflections in terms of prepping for the new year and also tying up and ending 2019 strong was to take note of the beauty of the year. Like even though, and all of us probably had at least one phase or two in 2019 where we felt like we were being a little challenged Like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think I've gone a full 365, just like flying in my best a game, you know? So when you think back on the challenging times of the year, like, is there any bit of beauty there that you can see now? So for me, I I feel like I went through a lot behind camera, like off camera, I guess, and, and like not in my social online presence. And so in that case, like when I think about even just like, heartbreak, but like not like breakups and just like all of that. I I feel like there's so much beauty right then and there because tying it back to just downloading information. Okay. I feel like the biggest lesson that 2019 downloaded into me is how to properly appreciate and love your life without kind of needing that outside validation of love. And I feel like in terms of validation, I think that we live in a world that has a lot of validation going on with social media. But also too, I think that we're constantly being shown that like love is how you get validation and like followers and likes and just being accepted by a a massive circle and having a lot of friends and always keeping yourself like tied up in something is like how to constantly stay validated. And I think that that's a truth that I kind of, I wouldn't say I knowingly went into 2019 believing that truth but I think I went into 2019 putting the pressure of that truth on me without really questioning if I actually believed it and so now that I'm kind of at the end of 2019 I've really taken a good look at the things that I seek validation in and the two biggest things would be definitely one like social validation and I think that that's something that's been programmed into my mind mainly because of what my job has been the last few years so I'm trying to find kind of where I sit in how comfortable I feel with like noticing the numbers, like like noticing my own numbers because it is something that I, I technically should know for my job, like I should know for my work, but not letting them control me or not looking for my own sense of like, validation or like you know standing behind the things i'm doing only when other people decide to so i guess the whole social media validation i think everyone can kind of relate to that because i think we all we all want to feel like we're important you know we all want to feel like people are agreeing with us and that people are like yes like i mess with what you're saying you mess with what i'm saying like we get each other and it's so cool that we live in a world that we can do that from all all different sides of the world like that's what the internet brings us but i also think that it can kind of start to play with our minds if we're not careful with it and that was something that I definitely downloaded this year was to be a little bit more careful of what kind of pressures I was putting on myself to get validation from outside sources. And I had to be very, not necessarily vigilant, but I definitely dissected it a lot this year because it is my job. So that was the big, that was the big one that I felt I downloaded, but the big like personal non-professional one that I downloaded was in my relationships. And I kind of have talked about this in a couple podcasts and like videos and stuff before. And I talked about it a lot in a video that I posted for Utober, where I talked about, you know, my my issues with like eating and body image and like just all of that type of like disorderly behavior. And I feel like one of the biggest lessons that that taught me and one of the biggest lessons that kind of came to me in 2019 was noticing where i sought validation to love myself through romantic partners and so i feel like those are the two big ones that i downloaded from 2019 and as hard as those messages could sometimes be to download because i think that for me in my experience when you kind of resist Learning something that the universe is trying to teach you it kind of almost just keeps slapping you in the face with it So I feel like I got slapped in the face a couple times this year but it's okay because there was a little bit of beauty in the sting in the sense that I'm now like oh That's why you were slapping me in the face. You needed to teach me that for something So I'm excited to see what 2019 brings in the sense of going into a year feeling more Just like comfortable in our skin. I think that that's such a I don't know. I think that that can make a big difference in the types of things that we're capable of and the types of things that we accomplish. So, yeah, tip number two is download the beauty. So, the third thing. That I wrote down in terms of prepping for 2019 which by the way you totally do not have to do all of these steps and these tips I just kind of put them down like this because I knew I wanted to film like a podcast about it so I really stretched it out but feel free to just like pick a couple of them or none of them if you don't really even feel like doing this and you just felt like hanging out what's up but the third thing I wrote down was to take or make a list of the things that you are grateful for in 2019 and this is one of those things that as much as I like always think about it I'm always like yes I need to Do that yes i need to do that something i did back in september that really shifted my mind on this is i forced myself every day to write down three things that i was like happy or excited for in the morning and then three things that i was grateful for at night when i was like doing my nighttime journaling and doing it consistently it was it was very interesting because it really opened my eyes to how easy it can be to kind of roll over so many amazing things when you don't set yourself the task to look for them. And so when I was actually forcing myself to kind of sit down every single day, and even if it was a bad day, find three things, it was kind of eye-opening because I was like, wow, if I didn't ask myself to notice these things, would I have, would I, would I have appreciated them as much as I just did? just from reflecting on them. And so, I think that when I when I'm trying to like prep for 2020 and I'm trying to reminisce and close off 2019, making a list of the things I'm grateful for, like yes, we all know what we're grateful for. Don't get me wrong, it's kind of preachy at this point when people are telling us to like make gratitude lists. Like I get that, but I also think that there is a truth under it. Like there is something behind just like it doesn't need to be extensive either. It could be like the three main big things you were grateful for or The smaller things like it doesn't even have to be anything huge that happened this year it could be like Just being grateful that you got to read like the books you got to read this year like that is something that not a lot of people might understand why you appreciate that but for you It could have brought you just like a whole other dimension or a whole other world to stay in tune with all year and that brought you a lot of comfort or a block brought you like a lot of uh, Joy just little things that you might not notice did a lot for you this year so with 2019 if i okay i'm just gonna give like three because otherwise this podcast would be so long but the first one i want to say was all of the like celebrations of love i was in three weddings this year and all three were people that are super like close to me and important to me and to see everybody just like starting a new chapter in all three like all three of those like couplings are all just like I don't know, there's something that's so joyous about weddings in general because it's a bunch of people you enjoy under the same roof. But I also think that it was cool to not only celebrate all that love, but be inspired by that and to just see like connection and to see people. I don't know, I guess the celebration of love. I want to say that I was grateful for all the love of 2019. There was a lot of love going on in 2019, so that would be my top one. I think the second thing that I'm most grateful for is in a lot of ways, and this is gonna sound really, really corny, but kind of like the coming home within myself. And I I feel that way because I think 2019, like I said, I got slapped in the face a lot in 2019, kind of like by myself, like I feel like I was slapping me, but it was almost like my higher self was slapping me because I think that it's really come full circle for me, just kind of, I think we can all maybe relate a little bit to this, but just how hard we can be on ourselves and I think that the the biggest kind of self evaluation and self-connection I made this year was to feel like it's okay to just like be yourself, you know, to just like be so comfortable in your own skin and be so comfortable in your own time and be so comfortable in your own head, like in your own headspace that you're like in a joyful place on your own. I've kind of had pockets of that throughout my life, but I definitely feel like I've gone through chapters where being on my own, it almost feels like heavy and like lonely, I guess that's, this is, we're getting into some deep shit right now, but But sometimes I feel like when I'm afraid of life and when I'm afraid of things going on in my life, I don't want to be alone because I don't want to think about them. And like, I like almost, I I used to feel like when I would sit and think about things that I was worried about, I would find ways unknowingly to kind of like blame myself and then put all this pressure on myself. So I was kind of keeping myself in a very tight anxiety routine. And so I think that 2019 really cut that routine off for me and it all just seriously came from like taking some time to just breathe taking some time to just slow slow down and the slowdown wasn't very graceful mind you but I definitely think that like that being the slaps on the face but I also think that I wouldn't I don't know I just feel like that was a big one so anyway I won't dive deeper into that because we're getting off topic but the third thing I would say I'm most grateful for is I guess I I don't know how to like I'm trying to find a way that I can umbrella all of us under this like all of you guys listening to this and my friends my family Bentley all of that, but I want to say like connection I think that at the, again, at the beginning of the year versus at the end of the year, I think that there's a big difference between the types of connections that are in my life and how effective those connections are. And I feel like I, I felt very defective with the way that I was connecting with people at the beginning of the year, including even on my, my platforms. Like I felt like I just felt disconnected for some reason. And I think that was because I had to do a lot of internal work as we've just discussed. But now that that internal work is done, I feel like my connections with other people are becoming more effective again and that is something I'm so grateful for because to think about how anxious I used to be to just like record podcasts and now I'm just kind of like I still get a little anxious just because my mind works a lot faster than my tongue which is why I kind of I get tongue-tied sometimes like right there when I'm talking to you but that's just kind of like a I I get excited so I, I just feel like my friendships my relationships a lot of the things in my life I'm just feeling like it's more effective so anyway I've talked about me enough let's move on to the next thing the fourth thing that I wrote down in terms of prepping and ending 2019 strong is to check in with your values and your principles so this has been a really really big one for me Um, I actually am posting a vlog to my main channel on Wednesday. Yeah. So that'll be after you guys hear this, or unless you're listening to this in the future, to which it's, it might already be posted, but I'm posting a vlog that's kind of diving into how I'm kind of prepping for 2020 and all of the kind of little, I guess like journal exercises that I've been doing. And one of the biggest ones is lining up my values and my principles. And I think that it's really important to do so because we are constantly evolving and changing. So the values and principles that make have, you know, resonated with you at the beginning of 2019 might be different now going into 2020 and it doesn't need to be super complicated. It doesn't need to be super extensive, but I think just like sitting down and being like, what do you value? Like when you think about the things that in terms of day-to-day life, what is valuable to you? Like, what do you think holds the most value for you? So for some people like that might be, you know, the value in finding joy in the simple things. You might value kindness. You might value being on time. You might value integrity. You might value hard work. There's a, there's a lot of different answers that you can kind of come up to. And it's like, what are your values? Like, what are the, the things that you stand by and for me like sitting down and writing up my values like I I was like okay these are the things that no matter what I don't want to waver on because this is what I truly believe in this is what I truly this is what holds weight in like my soul in my being and then principles being like what are the principles that you want to live by and Again, I, I would highly, highly suggest. I, I feel like I'm always sounding like a broken record when I'm telling you guys to read the books that I'm reading. But the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, if you can crunch that in before 2020, don't crunch it in. Actually, I take that back because that, that's me putting you on a mission to rush through it, and you shouldn't rush through it. Is so good. But he really helps to kind of unpack the idea between values and principles a bit better than I am right now. And. Even if you just Google the book and look it up, you'll know what I mean when I'm saying like to write down the things that are valuable to you and the principles that you're going to live by and then just like going into 2020, checking back in with that will realign you. I feel in my experience, I think when you know what you value and you know the principles that you're living by, things become easier. Decisions become easier. You're not kind of stuck on like, oh, like do I you know work on a friday night or do i go out with my friends it's like what is like what is your balance i think it helps us find our balance it helps us find our equilibrium and it helps us kind of stay aligned and so i think to do that to tie up 2019 being like okay what were my values and principles this year what worked for me and what didn't what am i taking into 2020 what am i changing in 2020 just an idea like i said didn't have to be extensive or difficult even though i just made it very extensive and difficult tip number five to end 2019 strong is to realign new goals to your dreams and to your purpose so i'm a really big believer that every human came here with a purpose okay i was really thinking about this the other day like really deep thinking about it and in a lot of ways i the way that i see it we all came here with different formulas okay like what made you you is a different makeup of who your parents were and what your society was like what was your neighborhood that you grew up in what was the living conditions you grew up in but also like who are you were you a middle child are you a male a female do you not really identify with either gender like there's so many different things that basically create the formula that make us all so complicated but in such a might i say in a piscean way very beautiful way um but I think that when you think about how we all came here, I really do think that we all came here with some kind of purpose. And I think the more that we find our own sense of like inner joy and the more that we dive deep within ourselves, we can find out what that purpose is and then, you know, show up in the world through that purpose. And so I think that one to, to really just, even if you don't feel like, you know, what your purpose is to take some time, just a, even just a couple more minutes, maybe in the morning of 2020, that could be a big goal is to like, I want find my, my purpose in 2020 if you feel like you don't yet. But if you do and like you've sat with it and you're like, okay, like this feels like my purpose or this could even feel like just your purpose for right now. You don't have to know your lifetime purpose. It could be like right now. I feel like my purpose is to just be an amazing mom or my purpose is to show up and do the best I can do with my job. Like what is your purpose for right now? And then. I also think that when you align, when you realign your goals with that and what your dreams are, so by dreams I mean like what are you trying to manifest into your life and how does that align with your purpose? Because once you know what those two things are, like what you're trying to bring in and like manifest and like what your dreams are and then what your purpose is, it becomes very easy to set goals and I think that when you work backwards like that, you end up setting goals that you actually really mess with, like you're like, yes, like I can't wait to get up and do all the things that I put on my calendar because it, it resonates with a part of you that's so deep versus I think that when we kind of just set goals, just like, Oh, like I'm just gonna say that like this is a goal you know like people i think people do this a lot with like health and fitness it's just like it is so ingrained in us that we have to be fit and healthy and like look a certain way and like we're just constantly told that right so i think we all set this goal of like i'm gonna exercise and eat healthy but then it's like if it doesn't sit with your purpose if it doesn't sit deep with you it might be hard to stick with that's just like an example to go backwards to start with like what is your purpose what are the dreams that would help you fulfill that purpose, and then what are the goals that fall under you achieving or manifesting those dreams? And that kind of keeps that all aligned at least that's how it makes sense in my head, you know? So realigning like, okay, when you're setting your goals for 2020, making sure that you're not just like, oh, I just want to do this because I I feel like I should, like, which is a total like normal, like, I feel like I've set goals and been like, yeah, that seems like a goal that I should probably care about. But telling yourself that you should probably care about something and actually caring about something are like very very different. And I think that when we want to like actually follow through and not set ourselves up for failure, that to set goals that actually really align with us is the best way to do that. So this is, a uh, this is always a fun one. I love to, I've been getting really into, this is kind of off topic, but astral projection, it sounds odd. I, I highly suggest researching it. It's very interesting. Um, I've been going into like really deep meditations. And so I'm kind of trying to find new ways to like challenge my psyche or my state of consciousness while I'm in my deep meditation. So I've been trying to astral project. Okay. And one of the things that I love doing when I'm meditating is like, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm necessarily psychic, but I love asking questions about the future and always just noticing the first thing that flashes into my mind. Like there's always an image that just like pops into my head. and sometimes it's right. There's also been times that it's been wrong. So I don't think I'm psychic. I just think it's really interesting to kind of question what our brains, what kind of imagery that our brains pull pull up when you ask yourself questions. Another time we can maybe dive into this topic, but just pull up your phone, look at the date and then ask yourself, what do you want your life to look like right now? In 2020 so when we're all talking about how to prep for 2021 when we're all tying up how to end 2020 strong what do you want that version of your life to look like and it's interesting because that's only 365 days from now so I feel like to keep that in mind there's this whole theory that like if you do things in threes it takes a lot of pressure off so don't feel like you need to conquer the world by today next year I would say like try and conquer the world maybe in three years or like more depending on what kind of conquering you're you're looking to do but I think that when you think about where your life is right now next year when you think about tying up all the things that you did in 2020 what does that version of you look like like what kind of things is that version of you be known like what do you not know now that you want to know then and what kind of things are surrounding you like do you want to live where you live do you want to live somewhere else do you want to be happily in love do you want to be working really hard towards a passion or a hobby that you're super excited about getting to know right now? Do you want to be one year deeper into something that you've already been working on? Like that could be so many different things for so many, for all of us, right? But I think to actually give your brain that little challenge of like, especially too, if you do this while meditating, like lay down and close your eyes and just be like, what does my life look like this day next year? And just, just try not to overthink it. You'll just like, something will pop into your head and then just be like interested, like curious about it. Like, Oh, that's where my brain thinks I'm going to be. Because even if, and this is why I don't think I'm psychic. Okay. I think that It's really dependent on where your mental state is when you're asking those questions, what type of things you believe you're capable of. So you might ask yourself what your life's gonna look like this year like this day next year, sorry. And the image in your head could be exactly where you're at right now, which if so, again, another coffee talk for another time, or it might be one that we've, I've probably talked about it somewhere along the line because we've been doing coffee talks for a while now. But if you feel like it's just like you get this image of exactly where you are right now, there might be something going on inside that's telling you you're not capable of more. It's just an idea. I don't wanna like project that onto you, but I just feel like times where I'm meditating and I ask questions and I get kind of like, Answers I don't really like. Those are usually during times that I feel like I'm struggling to believe in myself. So believe in it. Like, just like before you even ask the question, just be like, I can accomplish anything I want. You're going to feel corny, but nobody knows you're doing it because it's all in your head. And then ask yourself the question and see what pops up. And just be curious about it. Even if what pops up isn't what you want to see, that's just, that's just honestly a mirror. All that is is mirroring what you believe to be true about yourself and about your life right now. And even even that is a really good place to start like that's a good goal going into 2020 like oh I've noticed that like I don't think that I can grow much past the state I'm at right now or I there's something going on there like that's what I want to tackle in 2020 to which it's all it's all just part of the downloading and the processing and the learning of the life lessons you know anyway I keep going on tangents today apparently I'm chatty but Ask yourself, where do you want to be today, next year? And even if it's not the image you want to see, or maybe it is, either way, I would highly suggest actually writing it down, like physically being like, this is what I want to be. You know, this is what my life looks like today, next year, because I think that when we physically write things down, actually, I don't think this, I've I've read this in books. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to quote it because I don't know exactly where I've learned this, but I've learned it in different areas of life that when we actually physically write things down, it downloads like deeper into our brains. So it gives our brain, like it pulls it out of the fourth dimension being like our our ability to think and it brings it into the third dimension like the physical realm by writing it onto paper and so you're kind of like really drawing that shit in you know i keep on wanting to like stop when i go to say things like shit but i'm learning to just be comfortable with it i hope you guys are you guys are okay with it anyways next step step number seven is to break it down into a rough quarterly monthly plan so this is definitely a step that you can skip if you don't feel like what you're trying to plan for 2020 is like super mapped out i wrote this down because for work like this, this really tickles my fancy. Like I love a good plan and I love really flushing it out on a calendar and I'm getting better at doing it in a way that doesn't like fill up my plate or bite off more than I can chew. That's what I'm definitely working on in 2020, but I feel like I say that every year. That said, I think that when you now know, like what are your goals? What do you want your life to look like next year? What is your purpose? What are your dreams? All of that. And then you actually look at the calendar, like pull up a calendar of 2020 with all the months and really ask yourself, like if you were to go backwards from today next year with all of the things that you're wanting to accomplish, First of all, you're going to find out if it's actually feasible, if it's actually doable, because you'll know right away if you're going to have enough time, which that's why like, I think the three year thing is huge if you have really big goals and really big dreams, but dreams and goals that do fit into the linear path of just one year, you're going to be able to then be like, oh, okay. So like if you do it quarterly, that's basically seasonally. So winter, spring, fall wait, I skipped summer, winter, spring, summer, fall. And I think that that makes it easier to be like, okay, so if this is where I wanna be next year, then halfway through the year, I should be about here. And the first quarter of the year, I should have at least these seeds planted, you know? And it, again, it just, first of all, helps you actually manifest those things in because things, I do believe in manifestation, but I think that manifestation comes with aligning yourself taking opportunities but also putting in the work that you have to put in and it doesn't need to be hard work you just need to open the door if you want something to come through and so i think that when you're planting something when you're like okay i want this to show up at my door you got to open the door and like line it up for yourself so that it can all just come through easily so just looking at it and being like okay this is what i want to have done each month this is what i would like to do each quarter of the year and this is Now we know where I want to be by this day next year. So there you have it. Now you have a full, just like idea or prospect or plan going into the new year and you're leaving 2019, like I said, with a whole prospect or plan going into the new year. So my ninth tip when it comes to enjoying or making the most, sorry, of 2019 is enjoying the rest of 2019 because if you do all of the steps in today's like, Podcast, even if you only do a few. Either way, if you've put a lot of thought into what 2019 brought you and what you want to take into 2020 with you, I think that the only logical next step is then to just enjoy the rest of the year. And I feel like even if you don't do any other thing in this podcast, this would be, I want to say, the one I want to just like, if we were talking text, I would put this in all caps and I'd probably put way too many emojis, like embarrassing amounts of emojis, only because this is the one that I, in my own life experience, have learned is the most important, is to, yes, plan for your life, don't get me wrong, reflect on your life, don't get me wrong, but as much as you can reflect on what this year has brought you, and plan for and get excited for what next year is going to bring you, and it will bring it for you, I feel like there is, only really ever the now and i know that is corny but even if you don't reflect and you don't feel like planning you should still fully absorb and of abjo- joy and enjoy sorry the rest of 2019 like you have 1 month left we all have 1 month left of this beautiful year before we enter a new decade like world i'm sorry this is dramatic but the world feels like it's changing and i feel like it's changing in the best of ways and so we need to take some time to stop and smell the roses and appreciate it you know at least that's how i'm feeling so the most important tip would definitely be i'd say this tip and it's to just relax enjoy the rest of the year christmas is around the corner hanukkah is around the corner all of these like celebrations the new year everything is just around the corner. And we're in such a nice little roller coaster ride to end off the 2019 that this year was and to enjoy it and to really embrace it, I think is is I I don't know. I just think it's the most important tip because there's no better way to enter a year than to enter it rested and restored and recharged and recentered than to enter it stressed and just like already running like a mile a minute, trying to like jump in and accomplish things. I think that definitely there's a balance between the two. But if you had to choose, or if I had to choose anyway, I would rather go into the new year rested and restored and to just enjoy this time of 2019 that we do have left. And then my last and final tip the 10th tip of how to, you know, end 2019 strong and go into 2020. 2020- ballin is to just literally get ready to kick ass because I do feel like I'm going to I'm just going to speak off the cuff. I'm going to I'm just going to go with it right now, okay? Again, I apologize if I'm projecting. I just get I get really really excited about some things. And one of the things that I feel like I'm so excited about is 2020. I i can't explain to you in a way that sounds more logical but i just can tell like energies are lining up for 2020 things are going to be good for all of us i really do believe that i think that 2020 just all of it just feels so kick-ass already. And so I think that the final and last thing we can all really do is yes, enjoy the rest of 2019, but get ready to kick some freaking ass in 2020 because I feel like 2020 is going to be a big year. And I don't think that that is like only a pie that only a few people are going to get. I feel like there's enough of kick-ass 2020 pie for literally everyone. I really do think that we're going to see a lot of shifts and changes in 2020. I think that we're going to see a lot more monumental growth. In society and who we are and I think that that is going to be really cool and I also think that we're all a part of it I think that there's a lot that happened in 2019 even just like I'm not gonna get to we don't need to talk about like headlines or like big things that like like we're not gonna get details but I do think that there was a lot of monumental shifts and transformations in 2020 and going into 2020 I think that we're really gonna start to see those things plant and start to grow and that is really exciting for everyone because I think that, I just sense that 2020, the world is gonna be a bit better of a place than it was in 2019. I don't know why I feel that way. Like I said, I can't logically explain it to you. It's just a feeling that I have. And I've already explained to you, I'm not psychic. So don't quote me on it. It's just, if it does happen, do quote me on it because i called it here now so there you guys have it that is how i'm ending 2019 and how i'm going into 2020 just trying to make the best out of all of it you know just trying to enjoy it embrace it and also get excited and all of that. So I want to hear from you guys. I've been talking your ears off long enough. So I'm making this week kind of devoted to the end of the year. So I'll be popping in on socials and such to talk about it. So feel free to let me know what you guys are excited for, any of the things from today's podcast that you did. And aside from that, I'll talk to you guys all next Monday. Bye guys.